1: Matt Terrio has been helping real estate investors do just that for more than a decade now. If you want to make money in real estate, keep listening. If you want it faster, visit reiace.com. Here's Matt. Hello, and welcome to the Epic Real Estate Investing Show. Glad that you're here. If this is uh, your first time here, glad you found us. And if it's not, welcome back. We've been here for, gosh, we're just going to approach in our, uh, actually just past our 10-year anniversary And uh, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. So thank you for sharing this with your friends and family and your network. And uh, I love that about you. So thank you. All right. I got a great show for you today. Um, Our guest has owned and currently operates several construction, general contracting, and real estate rehabilitation businesses in the Midwest and communities ranging in size from the Chicago metro area, mid-sized Milwaukee down to smaller communities in the middle of the U.S., and uh, he started a fully automated wholesaling company sellfastwithus.com that sends out thousands of pieces of direct mail he is currently working to create a real estate lending company that is scheduled to launch soon and in addition he is continuing to expand his rental property portfolio with his company tri-city properties i could go on and on about it but uh, i'm going to introduce you to him and let him brag on himself a little bit so please help me welcome to the show mr matt headstrom matt welcome to the epic real estate investing show
0: Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. It's, uh, it's an honor to be here.
1: Yeah, I'm really glad that uh, we're able to uh, connect. We have a, a, a strong mutual friend and uh, he said, hey, I got to talk to you and I'm just starting to read your bio and it just goes on and on and on. You've done a whole bunch of stuff. And so let's talk about that. How did you get started in real estate investing? What were you doing just before you, you uh, got started with this?
0: Yeah, no, I uh, started it was, it, was, uh, it was about a decade ago, maybe eight, eight to 10 years ago. When I was uh, sitting in a RIA in, in Milwaukee locally and uh, was I was a, a vendor there uh, selling cabinets and countertops and mm-hmm. realized, you know, I, I had a uh, speaker came through uh, doing short sales and it was a kind of went back that night and thought, man, wait a second, you know, I think I could do this. You know, this is what is this real estate investing thing? Mm-hmm. So that was really the, the first purchase, the first course I ever bought. And I still the short sale hey, course. Yep. Got it. Yep. So I own a short sale negotiating business and uh, I really just operate as a consultant to that business. And so uh, I love it. I still buy properties that I flip through that short sale business. And I just have, uh, you know, negotiators that, that run that for me. And it, I, I love it. I, I love the, um, you know, it's definitely hardship that you're dealing with. You know, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's a tricky, you know, part, you know, niche in this, in the business. But I I love it, man. I love closings. I love going and and it's hugs and tears at the table.
1: Nice. Uh, What does the the short sale environment look like these days? Because it's really kind of what, it's not where I started, but it's where I really started to hit my stride and and seized a lot of opportunity. But then I kind of got out of it because the dynamics changed and it was a little bit more difficult to flip those. So if you find a short sale, first of all, how many short sales are there still out there? Are there a lot?
0: There that's that's a great question. We're you know, I'm I'm in the Midwest here. Um, so you know, typically we trend from you know looking at California, you know, and and coming across. So interestingly enough, even as a couple of years ago, short sales are non existent out there west Mm -hmm. coast, zero. Okay. Right. And and then we were just a couple of years ago just starting to like see, oh my gosh, inventory is gone, you know. Um and then like you said, you, you you know, when you're a player, you're you're actually doing, you know, you're in the business still. Um, you see that the deals aren't great, man. I mean, it's it, a lot of these went right onto retail that we would sell right. with approvals because you you can't you just can't buy them right and flip them. So, um, But now we're really starting to see that ramp. But East Coast still has a ton of inventory. Mm. So it's mm-hmm. very, it's odd because you'll find houses out there. I've got several, and, and we just talked about a guy out there too um, before the show here, but um, they're still finding people that haven't been paying their mortgage for seven, eight years. So wow. It's crazy, man. But I'm starting to really see uh, the share sales are ramping up big time. So mm-hmm. and, and we're starting to see those pre foreclosure lists. I actually have uh, just yesterday in my office. I had my entire team here and I had one of my coaching students then and we were translating our letters into Spanish because there's mm-hmm. a large you know, Hispanic community that got hurt last time you know, got into these bad loans and, right. and nobody was helping them. So we've just added that to our team as well, just because, you know, they're starting to ramp up. So it's something to pay attention to, man. I, I wouldn't neglect it, you know, too long anymore.
1: Right. Right. I mean, there's a, and there'll be a moment where we have more of them. Right. right. <laughs> and uh, we're all predicting that coming soon. Yeah. Um, but uh, here we are, what? 11 years on a good strong run. and I know no, man. really no sign of it in sight. Tell you the truth. I but, know. We know it has to at some point. Um, great. So, like short sales, um, you find one, and the the same kind of uh, process where you you create this little packet and you submit it to the bank for approval. Is that how it works? Still? Yep. You got it. So, okay. man, I just just an hour ago, I had uh, one of, one of my uh,
0: guys that I'm in a, a mastermind with called me from Texas and said. Mm-hmm. Hey, we got this shorts, so man there. I've never done them. Like they're all of a sudden popping up again. And even down in Texas now he's seen them. And he mm-hmm. said, Hey, it's Mr. Cooper. You know, do you know anything about that? You know? And I said, Oh yeah, we do a lot of those. And I said, he, he said, but, and this is, these are the, this is what you're talking about, Matt. Um, the processes have changed a lot, you know? And so mm-hmm. like right now, like with Mr. Cooper, he said that the the sale dates is in the first part of March, first week of March. Mm-hmm. Well, Mr. Cooper requires 37 days before, a sale date in order for you to even submit a package they won't Mm -hmm. even look at it and so those are things that you have to know now going in that that long gone are the days where you could submit a cash offer the day before the sale and they'll postpone it doesn't Mm -hmm.
1: happen different rules what's the success rate now because when i was when we got started it was about 50 50 you had a 50 50 chance it'd take about three or four months to get an approval that was kind of the the formula and it certainly dwindled after that but that's where it was really operating nicely what does it look like now
0: we just yesterday, I sat down with my lead negotiator and we were at 98%. We No always, kidding. Well, here's the thing though. Mm-hmm. We always get an approval. That is the banks. They will always give you an approval. It just depends on what is that BPO amount that came in. Mm-hmm. So appro- a, a success rate is, look, I'm still going to do this for you, even though I can't buy this house. But what we do is we put it on the market to, and, and it's a great deal for a retail buyer. Okay, mm-hmm. It's discounted. It's just not discounted enough. But here's I- the best part. For the last year, we've been putting $10,000 buyer's premiums on those short sales on the open market. And so that's how we make our money and pay the negotiator and pay everybody off that that has been working on that deal.
1: Sweet. Okay. So 98%, that's good. The one thing that really kind of chased us out of the business were the deed restrictions. Do those still exist?
0: They're fewer and fewer all the time. Fewer and fewer? Yep. Got it.
1: Yeah. So it's, it's, not not, a, it's
0: not an automatic every time now anymore.
1: Got it. It's not but the Wild Wild West right, anymore either. Right.
0: You're right. you're right. That was, it was a crazy time back then.
1: Sweet. I've, I've always wondered what it would look like out there these days. And now I got, now I know. <laughs> so right. this was a self-serving question. Um, <laughs> perfect. Uh, so what is your, what is your primary business look like? How do you acquire most of your properties right now?
0: Uh, right now, man, it, it's, I, I was like, fully on direct mail for a number of years, but it's so saturated, man. People mm-hmm. have, you know, stacks of mail, you know, when you get, to, you know, when you get in houses, but um, honestly right now, like for, this is the first time I wanted to show our coaching students that, you know, I just cut off all my direct mail and said, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to do exactly the things that I show you and teach you with, with no, you know, with, without, you know, really those no budget tactics. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I've, for the first time ever, I've never bought off the MLS. I've never bought share of sale and I've bought, many properties in the last six months from sheriff sales and which also tells me I need to get back into the pre foreclosure game because the reason they're ending up in sheriff sales because you know we haven't been able to help them right mm-hmm. so um, I have bought several that way but honestly right now and I think this is so true ar- around for so many people your networks that you're building are absolutely key right I don't see any better way to have properties continually showing up at on your desk without those networks
1: right it's a, it's a people business, isn't it? It
0: is. It yep. Is. Relationships are
1: everything. Business. And, uh, yep. we could go back this see, I was, I kind of mentioned that I've been doing this show for 11 years.
0: Yeah. And I cool. think
1: on my first episode, I told people <laughs> that start building your relationships, yep. Yep. you know, and, and people want the, the, the ringless voicemail stuff and they want the oh direct mail secrets and they want the, they want all the secrets. Right. And, okay. um, it's really a people business. You can't get around that fact. The, yep. the trends and, and the fads will come and go, but the people never change.
0: It is so true, man. I love that. And I love watching people that get that because, you know, if you're out there and mm-hmm. you're involved, things happen. It, it's, right. it's inevitable. It's inevitable.
1: Yep. Yep. One of my, uh, who's my very first coaching client and he's in St. Louis. And, uh, you know, he was just kind of just, I don't know what the word is to say. He, he knew nothing. But yeah. he was really good. He just did exactly what I told him step That's by great. step. Yep. And I told him to do the direct mail and all that stuff. And it worked really well for him. I said, but while you're doing that, build your relationships. Yep. And, uh, and he did. And he's why he's my most successful student to this day. And it happened to be my very first one. But it was yep. just, before, just because he did what I said to do, right? Yep. And uh, not that I'm the all-knowing person, but you can't escape the fact that it's a people business.
0: Right. Got to be coachable
1: too. That's so great. Totally. Cool. So tell me about sheriff sales. What's the source of those? Is that like a county website with each state or city or how does that work? Yep. Yeah, that's uh,
0: that is by county for sure. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, you you get in and it's 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 funny because it's uh, it's people are intimidated by them. But again, it's a relationship again is key. Just getting rid of fear, you know, and just just showing Mm -hmm. up. And understanding the process. So, um, you know, I hadn't, like I said, I had never, never bought there before. And so I just went and started doing it and get to know the players. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, they're being fed by these, you know, the, the pre foreclosures that people are buying lists for and mailing to, and we're trying to get them for short sales, but man, if it ends up on the courthouse step, um, I just, you know, you, you just go, you watch the process a couple of times. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it's probably one of, and then this is the part that people don't understand, it, it can be one of the riskiest strategies out there, right? Because if you don't do your homework, man, you're mm-hmm. in trouble. Okay. Like if you, if you don't actually, you know, at least go drive by the house, you know, we usually get into everyone and you know, don't see them, mm-hmm. but if you're not doing a soft pull for, for a title on that and seeing, you know, tax liens or, or whatever else is attached to that property, you could right. be buying a really bad deal.
1: Right. Right. So, so sheriff sale, and it may be, um, in a courthouse auction are those the same thing to you yep yeah okay i always think when you said sheriff sale i, I was thinking um like the sheriff seizures seizures okay.
0: all right yeah. yeah yeah right yeah no this is courthouse stuff okay and, and, and that's different from a tax sale as well too you know mm-hmm. totally court, you know, okay tax-
1: so you go in person on the steps and you start bidding it's an auction right yep very yep. good and yep. then uh how, how soon of a notice do you get uh, of what properties are going up for auction so you can do that investigating
0: They'll, a lot of times it'll be a month around. Okay. you get a month. Sometimes All right. Sometimes a couple of weeks depending on the County, but.
1: Okay. It's yeah. The last time I was doing auctions was about the same time I was doing short sales okay. and uh boy, you just had like a few days you had to drive oh, yeah, and rough. To hurry up. That's rough. Right. Yeah. So yeah. good. Well, that makes it a little better. So to show up, you need cash, right?
0: Yeah. That's the other thing that keeps a lot of players out of the game mm-hmm. is that, you know, you got to have 10% down. So And you also have to have the ability to close on that deal, you know, after confirmation of sale. So confirmation can be anywhere from, you know, 10 to 30 days. And then you have 10 days from there to actually, you know, close that up. So Mm -hmm. that's the, that's why you have to have, again, let's say it relationship, you have to have private money that you're involved with because you've got to be able to pull the trigger fast on any
1: deal you take down. Right. 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 Okay. Perfect. So we've got, we're acquiring our properties through the, the auctions uh, we're doing, still doing short sales. We've got our relationships and our networks going. Uh, what is the, the primary exit strategy you mentioned like on the MLS? Is that, is that the main way you're doing it?
0: Uh, for, for flips, you know, yes. Okay. Yep. That is a, that's always a primary exit strategy on that. Got it. I'm not a huge wholesaler in that regard. I, you know, I, I love, i like, like you mentioned before, I've been a contractor for 23 years, but, um, I don't do any of that anymore, but that's just my, that's, that's who I am. So, mm-hmm. But yeah, MLS definitely has good strategy. Uh, the one thing that has, you know, since since uh, you know updating my bio is that I've started a new construction company now just because it's pretty wild how, you know, replacement value costs and, you know, new construction when you're looking at flips, how that has, you know, evened out now. And so we're finding so many random empty lots in town
1: mm-hmm. that are
0: so cheap and, and we're building new. And it's, it's going crazy right now. We have, we have six spec homes right now to build and we're, doing, we're on our second custom home.
1: That's awesome. I've seen a lot of people doing that recently. So yeah, right. the numbers are starting to work out then. Yep,
0: they are working out again. And you're right, man. Like you said before, it's cycles. It's just different. Mm-hmm. You know, and you have to be in the game to see those and know
1: them. Yeah. I remember just two years ago, I coincidentally had two houses burned down in the same city mm. and uh, we had them both insured for replacement costs. And oh, wow. uh, we got back double what we paid for them. Right, exactly,
0: right. right. And so that's you're, you 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 nailed it, man. That's that's yeah. that's what's happening. Replacement
1: values are there. Oh, that's awesome, sweet. Okay, so you're a contractor. Um, fix and flip is kind of your game as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. So um, okay, obviously the new construction. You're building a brand new house. When you get the, these short sales and you get the auction houses, how do you determine how much whether you're gonna fix it up or not or how much you're gonna fix it up.
0: With uh with these flips. Yeah. It, yep. Um I mean it, it's definitely market driven as well. I think the uh you know the, the term's been thrown around for you know a few years now. Um, you know, with, with wholetailing, right? Right. Where you can come in, it's not a full, you know, whole you're gonna maybe clean it out, you know, replace the rugs, paint it, you know, and throw mm-hmm. it back up on the market. I think buyers are demanding more than that now. Are they and okay? That's, uh, that's, that's what's happening. You know, it's, it's trending more and more that um, we're staging houses again, you mm-hmm. know, and instead of just throwing anything you find on the market, um, once we stage it, you know, they're selling. So um, I, I, I'm not gonna, I wouldn't sit there and tell you that you always stage, you know, it's, it's a must in this business, but you know, for this cycle right now where we're at, that's, it's working mm-hmm. again. So, um, so okay. we're going, we're going as far as we need to on that regard, you know, to, to put up a nice, a nice product.
1: Okay. So what that tells me is there's a little bit more power shifting towards the buyer right now, right? Yep. We
0: just had, like, I just had a guy on our Facebook group um, just asked yesterday saying, what is wrong with all of these finicky and flaky buyers? All of a sudden, it's been two months of, he had nine cancellations for showings. Mm. And so what's happening, I think, is that people are so used to these things going so fast that they're going to lose it, that they, something pops up on the market. And everybody books a showing. And then once they realize, oh, wait, that's not in the right school district or it's not big enough or I don't like the layout, well, then they just cancel. But they're, you know, so people are getting pickier. They're they're waiting a little bit longer. And mm-hmm. that's that's the market we're in right now.
1: Right. You're in Wisconsin, right?
0: Yep. Yep.
1: Okay. But you, you operate all through the Midwest. Is that right? Yep. Yep. Okay. So um, do you have construction teams all through the Midwest? And
0: No, I primarily stick with uh, – Know, Local, yeah, and I'll partner with guys too. Okay. You know that, that once you find a good solution, uh, man, and it works, you you wanna you need to you need to develop that and build it because dealing with contractors is probably the hardest part of this entire business, and mm-hmm. you know, it, we can have that conversation all, you know all day long. Yeah, it, it is brutal out there right now.
1: Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> another thing I say is that, uh, real estate is safe. It's the people that are risky, right? right man. You know, between contractors and property managers, I mean, you can lose your shirt. You could be okay. great at the, at the, the, purchase and investing in real estate, but those two people can, can mess it up if you don't have the right ones on your team. Oh, for sure, man. So, great. For- so with that said, um, if someone wanted to go out and do some fixing and flipping for the first time, mm-hmm. uh, what would, what would be a best way to find a good contractor? What would your advice be?
0: Honestly, that's it's a great question, man. Um, I you know we we teach about this as well, but Mm -hmm. I to find a good contractor. Number one, let's let's we will keep bringing this up all day long. Relationship is key, man. If you can find guys that will refer you, their good guys instead of you know that have more of an abundance mentality than scarcity, then that's going to be that's going to be huge. But honestly, here's a this is a great great way to do this. Find your professional vendors out there. Okay. I'm not talking to your big box stores. Okay. Like a mm-hmm. Home Depot or Lowe's or uh, Menards in our area. Um, but like an ABC siding and roofing. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you go there at six in the morning, you're going to find the guys who are running their businesses, not hung over. They, they don't have signs on their truck. So they charge normal, like almost new construction fees, but they're at the vendor house. They're at the supply house getting their materials and they're going to work. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and they do a great job. If you go into that place, and say, hey, man, can you give me your th- top three roofers that pay their bills on time, that are in here every week, that are doing business? They'll be happy to. They'll, mm-hmm. they'll give you their three best guys right there. And nice. so now you've got, and I mean, that is such a great way to find a good
1: contractors. A great tip. Yeah. Yeah. It's yep. great, man. Super. Um, so, Chris, that introduced us, our mutual friend, mm-hmm. and uh, he had mentioned that there, there's a software that I had to check out. Mm -hmm. and this rehab evaluator and i said yeah not another software you know yeah here we go again (laughs) right he says no but this guy's the real deal that he actually uh he there's some real knowledge and experience and and wisdom behind it and it's a common question when people are going to even just look what their actual purchase is how do i accurately assess what the repairs are going to be and uh I know nothing about it. I'm assuming that's what it is. Can you tell me a little bit about that and, and how you built it, why you built it, and what it's done for you?
0: Yeah, man. That's yeah. Thanks. That's uh, that is that is really you know what I'm out there doing today. You know, is is, is helping. Did I assume
1: me. correctly as to what it what it is. Yep,
0: Rehab Estimator okay. Pro is right. is, uh, is what it is. Yep. And so here's the thing. Anybody can go to a, a real estate conference, right? Two day, you got fortune builders in your backyard. They're coming to Milwaukee next week. You know mm-hmm. all, all this, right? And they'll teach you how to find properties and, and do all this in, in a couple of days, right? Yep. You know it's you cannot teach somebody who's in a cubicle how to be a general contractor or estimate repair costs in in two days. Okay, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. years of experience. Okay, and you still screw it up. So here's here's what I find, and tell me if you if you agree with this. Sure. Two things, man, you can never screw up. And I don't care who you are, wholesaler, flipper. I don't care if you're even a private money lender looking at a deal. If your ARV is wrong or your repair cost, those are two things that you cannot screw up, right, in any deal. So why do we have a national, you know, accepted tool called the MLS that everyone accepts as this is the only basis for you know, for an ARV that you can use. Mm -hmm. You'll never have an appraiser turn in a red fin comp for a bank, right? Mm -hmm. It doesn't happen. So why, when it comes to repair costs, do we just pull a number out of our rear end and go, oh, it'll be about 30 grand, you know, to -hmm. to, to do this, Mm -hmm. you know? And that's when you lose the deal. You lose your money right there when you, you screw that up. So I wanted to create a tool that wasn't like all of these other systems out there that are so cumbersome and complicated and have 400 lines on a spreadsheet that you need to figure out, How many lineal feet of crown molding do I need? You know, that's for the birds. I want you to be able to go in a house with no experience and in less than 12, 13, 14 minutes without a tape measure or a ladder, leave that house with a repair number that you can accurately bring to a lender and that you can actually close on and go to a contractor with, and then, you know, go from there and have an awesome number that that is going to work. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's a checkbox system. So you walk in and say, Oh, does it need a kitchen? Yep. Check the box. It's based on algorithms and based on a uh, square footage of the home. Okay. And so it's, you, you come in, you've got exterior interior and your miscellaneous and mechanicals, three different screens. You're looking at, you check the boxes on what the house needs by a physical look. And you walk out with a repair number and an actual cash offer price as well. Mm-hmm. So.
1: Got it. So when Mercedes and I, we, of these, uh, the, all these wholesales we did. We did about sixty of them in six months, okay, in, in wow. Los Angeles, and uh, it was that was a good six months. Right, <laughs> that is great. And uh, we we rehabbed them about twelve of them, okay. a dozen or so commercially, and that was what I don't know, nine ten years ago now. Okay, and uh, there was a book, and I forget what it was called, but it was a little book where you had to we had to scroll through and pick up what what things cost, right, yeah. Yeah. and the one thing that I never understood was that it was different, like by depending on where you were in the country, the price was d- different in the country. Is that yep. still the case? And, and why is that?
0: Man, this is, that's a, I, I love the way you think, because that is, I mean, you have the experience and this is, it's a great question. It's absolutely, you know, it's a good objection too, right? Like mm-hmm. how can this be different all over the place? And, and, and some people even say, well, it's different from one county to the next. And I say bogus, okay? I've been all over the country. I've I haven't, you know, and we have investor friends, you know, all over the country, right? I have gone in their rehabs, I have researched everything. The the cost of a can of paint at Lowe's is the same in LA as it is in Wisconsin. Okay? It is. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> When you have a painter, you don't have a painter that one guy charges, you know, $2.50 a square foot, but, oh, you're in San Diego, he charges $12 a square foot. It's mm-hmm. not true, man. It's just not true. We're all getting the same prices. And so you have the ability to manipulate the number within seconds on, this, on, the, on the tool. So that mm-hmm. if you do find – and here's another thing. You asked about meeting contractors. It is a great way, man, to take a contractor out to lunch open up the app and just say, hey man, let's go through some of this pricing quick and just make sure that, you know, you're, you're okay with it. It matches what you feel, you know, in your mm-hmm. experience you can do, because mm-hmm. guess what? You're, you're, you're cementing that relationship and you're also now, instead of dragging your contractor to 50 jobs that you're never going to get, that you maybe get one or two of, mm-hmm. you're going to be, you're going to have confidence to go use the numbers that he approved, right? And now you're handing a job over him saying, hey, look, you, I'm using your numbers that we agreed on, and, and here's what I bid this at. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I, I agree, man. It is not – it, the pricing is the same around the country, and it's just a matter of tweaking it up or down a little bit. Anymore. Right.
1: Perfect. That's, yep. I've always wanted to ask that question as well. So I,
0: yeah, I'm, no, that's great I'm,
1: I'm asking for my own, my own information these days because I was like, how does a nail cost more in L.A. That's than it does in right. Cleveland, right? It's such a good point, man. It's such yeah. a good point. Okay, yep. good. So, so the, the Rehab Estimator Pro will work nationally the same.
0: Yep.
1: Okay, yep. perfect. All day long. Perfect. And I, I like the idea of actually bringing that to the contractor. What a much more powerful position to be in yep. uh, with the contractor, especially when you're negotiating price and stuff.
0: And get this, man. Here's another thing that I accidentally found was just... It, it's it's over the top i I've, I always have my ipad you know that I use for mm-hmm. it with with a pen and so whatever you know kind of yeah. notebook so i I have it there and you know the 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 seller is always interested in what you're doing because instead of just you know like i said pulling a number out of the air i've got a tool that says oh well I, i'm going to be able to calculate exactly what it'll take to bring this house up to a position where I can sell it again uh, let me show you how, and then you actually you can I, you've, I've handed it to them and say, hey, would you mind, as we go through the house, if you know, we talk about things, you can just check this box? And they go, oh, I would love to do that. That's great. And so you walk in and you go, hey, what do you think about this bathroom? Do you think it needs updating? Oh, my gosh, yeah. Oh, for sure. It was, that's from the 70s. And so they're checking the box. Yeah, we need a bathroom here. So they're producing your scope of work now, which is, yeah. which is really fun.
1: Yeah. That's my whole psychology is let the, the seller come up with the price. Right. right? right. Exactly.
0: They can't argue with it. Jay.
1: Exactly. That's a, that's a gr- I don't even have that tool and I've been able to do it. Wow. Does that just put the whole, my whole position on steroids right there. I love so it. you can do it on That's that was one thing I was going to ask was this isn't like an after the appointment due diligence thing. This is more that you yeah. can use this on location at that very first meeting.
0: Right, man. That's a killer point that uh, I actually bring, you know, I don't, share this with everybody, but it's, it's just, it's a great tool. I bring a, a mobile printer that's wireless. Okay. has a battery in it and it's about, you know, it's about yay big, you know, this small. And uh, so here's the thing you've got, let's just, let's just say the wholesale world, you've got maybe seven, eight wholesalers coming through there, right. Making numbers. I don't leave and go, Hey, Mr. And Mrs. Homeowner, you know, let me go, you know, let me go work the numbers and I'll get back to you. Yeah. Okay? And then you're, you're, you know, I'm right there able to print a one page offer from this offer, a cash offer with two other options for seller finance right there on the kitchen table and have them sign it. So that's long gone. There is no going back to the office to work numbers. It's already right. done for you right there.
1: That's sweet. That's great. Cause the next thing I was going to ask, but you just answered it was, is there a quick and dirty math formula that you can use, you know, and then you go back and confirm with the calculator, but you can take it right there with you.
0: Yep. So here's, yeah. So, so what our offer does, how it, how it pulls it and now and it does in the beginning, but here's the thing. Your homework, just like anything else, can be doing your due diligence on your ARV, right? Mm-hmm. But we do have a full uh, application on the front end to determine ARV. It uses Zillow, mm-hmm. um, and it'll pull you know thirty comps and show you a map. But is that the trusted way to go? You know, no. It gives you a number, but you still have to do your due diligence, right? Sure. So you put your ARV in whatever you decide, along with the Zillow you know number that it, it, mm-hmm. it does. And then it, it will go through and show you in will list all of your real cost. Here's your holding cost. You know, here's, here's your, you know, the private money. Here's mm-hmm. your closing costs. Here's your selling costs. And there's percentages for all that already built in. And mm-hmm. so the thing that I do from the front of the room that is always fun is that after I do it live in front of everyone, we'll actually take the number ARV times 65% minus repairs, and it comes to within a couple hundred dollars every single time. Mm-hmm. And so you can tweak that whatever your market is, say you're in Florida and it's at 85%, you know, of ARV, mm-hmm. you know, you, you can tweak your selling and holding cost numbers to match that. But so it's instead of just, again, using that formula, ARV times 70% minus repairs, you now have something in front of you that is showing real cost. And it still comes down to that conclusion. Mm-hmm. ARV times 70 minus repairs. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a great question, man.
1: Sweet. I knew there had to be something out there like that And. the, I was too lazy to build it. Yeah. <laughs> plus, plus, I don't have the uh, the experience to build it. I'm not a big fix and flipper, but I know I got people that, that fix and flip, that love to fix and flip, that listen to this show. So if they wanted to go learn more about that, they should go to rehabestimatorpro.com. Is that it? You got it.
0: Yep. rehabestimatorpro.com
1: it's yep. pretty. Easy. And that,
0: it's the same thing for wholesalers. If you think about wholesalers. Still, you know, let's let's try to change that reputation of you know, you know, you got a tree sticking out of the, the top of the house, and as you know, wholesaler says, "Yeah, man, it only needs five thousand dollars worth of repairs." You know, if you can get these guys tools in their hands to use and mm-hmm. come up with accurate repair costs, it just makes them that much better in the in their space. You know, they they
1: people will trust you more mm-hmm. if you have, if you know those repair costs. Sweet. Awesome. So uh, what's next? It says that you are working on your buy and hold uh, portfolio now.
0: Yeah, I've been uh, slowly adding, you know, I got rid of all my rentals a few years ago, just hated Mm -hmm. having them. Um, So I built a property management company that I just gave it, you know, to the people that we built it with. And uh, so now I'm just now starting again this year, I've got eight or nine properties um, uh, that I've, I've now, but I'm rehabbing them. As mm-hmm. well, instead of just buying garbage and having so many future maintenance costs, um, you know, now I'm making sure that they're good, you know, now, and uh, so they're better houses, you know. Maybe that's an evolution of an investor, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just getting yeah. into the better houses, yeah. uh, Not the not the thirty thousand dollar, you know, turds that are out there. Oh my
1: gosh, do I have my experience with those?
0: Right, <laughs> those are,
1: <laughs> it's tough, man. It's tough. It is tough. You know, I used to just like laugh at those little B neighborhood houses that gave like a 6% return, right? right. And right. then you, but look at this one. This one's 30 grand. It has a 15% return. Right. <laughs> that that B house at 6% still will almost always outperform that 15% always. on paper. Yeah. Always. Yeah. And you sleep yeah. better at night and everything right. is good. And that
0: is the problem, man. I, I couldn't stand owning some of these. It's I just yeah. felt terrible, you know, so, but there will always be guys that want them out there. So Mm -hmm. it's, Mm
1: -hmm. uh, yeah. You know what? It's a great place to start. I mean, it allowed me to really pick up some momentum and make some good money and start building what we've got here. So great. Um, So we talked about this a little bit touched on in the beginning of uh, the the market potentially shifting. We know it's going to eventually. Um, What are you seeing out there and what are you doing to prepare for it?
0: I'm for us, we're, we're in a a really interesting spot. Um, We have investors coming from all over the world. Uh, Cause we have, we have a company called Foxconn coming in, which is really the largest migration of any foreign company into the U S okay. and there it's all, you know, they produce, you know, iPhone screens, uh, you know, TV screens. And so we're in a really insulated spot right now. So it's hard for me to judge, you know, what's mm-hmm. going on because stuff is that we basically all the market studies that we've been doing all say, start building houses and apartment luxury apartments now, and don't ever stop mm-hmm. just, just because, you know, they're, they're bringing in, you know, 13,000 jobs. Uh, it's crazy where we're at. But, you know, we're, we're, we're seeing the same kind of thing all over the place, like all sure. the big markets. You know, yeah. the building has been insane, you know, and it's still happening. So, you know, at, at what point is it saturated? You know, is, is, mm-hmm. where, where are we going to be at? You know, I, it's, it's hard to answer that question right now. But our market is still moving fast. Everything's, everything's still, you know, buyers are getting a little pickier, a little more finicky right now. But yep. I think as we come into spring, we're still going to see, a, uh, I think we're going to see an awesome spring, man.
1: Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. I'm kind of seeing, I think the same thing. I've been saying this for a while as well. Um, it's funny. We're walking down, I guess we're about the same age potentially. And so we we we're kind of maybe in the same uh, season of our careers. Right. And, uh-huh. you know, I just see it as, you know, each generation is a little bit bigger than the previous Mm-hmm. And every time one of those big bubbles of generation, those bubbles of people come through, they have an impact on certain industries depending on their age. And we're seeing it right now with all the baby boomers and, and healthcare and, and retirement communities, like yep. really skyrocketing, right? Because the demand is so high and uh, the next generation is bigger than them. And the next one after them is bigger and bigger. So yeah, I, I, I think that's really good advice. My philosophy right now, Mercedes and I, we're just buying everything and we're not selling anything. Yep, because uh, that's that's almost. I mean, if there's a safe bet or a guarantee for an investment, yep, you know it might go up or down a little bit along the way. But if you're buying right and you're cash flowing, I don't think you can lose.
0: Right? Do you agree? Yeah. Right, man. I, I totally yeah. agree. And and you you know, of course, there'll be the naysayers out there, like, "Oh, you just said that. I can't believe it." You know, oh, yeah. I I really think it's true, man. If you're buying right. Yeah. and things are working right now with cash flow. I mean, I don't think you can go wrong, man. And yeah. it's, it's, I'm seeing it. So, it's so true right now in, this, in, in our market. I even do have, I mean, this is something that is um, slowly coming about, but um, I made a deal with the church here in town where mm-hmm. they have 20 acres of land that they've been sitting on for 50 years. Mm-hmm. And uh, our meeting is tomorrow. We're actually going to, they're going to deed the land to us and we're building senior living on it. Mm-hmm. And, all of the market studies right now say, you know, there is so much room, you know, to build these right yep. now. And so yep. that's a totally different avenue, man. I've never gone down that road, mm-hmm. but it's a sure win right now. Of course, with the right market study and, and you believe that everything says, you know, this is gold, you know, so yeah. um, I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm going to, we're, we're going into, uh, it'll it'll probably be in the next year that we'll, we'll start digging, but we're right. putting up
1: senior living. Sweet. Yeah, it remind, I was at a, a RIA meeting probably six or seven years ago, and the guest speaker that day was a really old guy. I mean, gray hair and looked like he was done with his career. I was probably 80 years old, 85 years old, somewhere in there. And uh, boy, he just was just, he'd been investing in real estate for 50, 60 years. And, but he made his millions, he's made his whole fortune on one bedroom apartments. And that's like a huge no no, right? That's like a big scary thing to do. But it was, he he was, um, because he was older in age, Mm -hmm. that, that was his network. And he had a lot of single friends. Like one of the spouses would pass on, and then the person would need a place inexpensively to live, and they never moved. Wow. And so I see that potential now as the demographics are aging. Right. And so, I mean, he did it, you know, what, 20 years ago, and that was his, his uh, demographic. Yep. But that demographic is swelling. Right, right. Yep.
0: You're right, too, man. That's interesting.
1: Yeah. So I think about all those one-bedroom apartment buildings that people, like, can't get rid of because yeah. everyone that has any experience know that those are typically trouble. Right. But uh, based on the demand, it might be the, the good play now. Right. Very good. Very um. Good. God, what what else? Uh, this has been a pleasure talking to you. Um, what's, what's for the future? What are you excited about?
0: Uh, you know, I, we started a, uh, it's called privatefundingacademy.com. And, uh, to me, man, I, I really enjoy, uh, private money out there and, and helping, helping investors get started and, and mm-hmm. going. So, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to, you know, developing a, we're, we've got something going right now where we're, uh, getting an SEC certified fund going, which, uh, is, is tricky. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's uh, um, and it's somebody else, a good friend of mine that he's, you know, genius level guy. I'm not smart enough to do that, but he's putting it together. Uh, and I'm really excited about that because we created the funding Academy just to teach people how to borrow money correctly, how to become like a certified borrower. Mm-hmm. And then also on the other end, how to teach people how to become lenders. Because as you know, out there, man, there is so much private money out there. It is mm-hmm.
1: Thank you for saying that. <laughs> Everyone is so concerned that they can't do this because they don't have the money. I'm just like, just get good at finding deals. There's no shortage of money out there in the system for for good deals.
0: It is a, it is truly bizarre, man. Yep. And you're, I just talked to somebody in LA a couple weeks ago that said they had a, a lender. Um, she's just, she popped up on the scene. She wants to do real estate. She has, and, and I don't even know if this is believable. Um she, uh, this this guy's kind of the middleman broker in the in its private money rates it's eight to ten mm-hmm. no, percent no points and uh, he said she has one billion dollars with a B okay mm. in, in a in a self directed IRA and so yeah. um, it's wow it's, it's, there's so much money out there
1: how did how that happen
0: right like that has to be generational right or at least yeah. it, it had to have been invested in you know in something you know like tech or something.
1: That yeah, to, that had to have been passed down a couple of times, I think. It
0: has to be. It has yeah. to be. But So, but man, you're right. There's there's no excuse, no excuse at all to, totally. to not come up and find deals.
1: Sweet. Yeah. You know, again, like just something I'm noticing is that we're at the same season in our, our careers potentially. And, uh, yeah. you know, we're discovering that we love real estate, a bunch of yeah. money to make in real estate, and it's just giving us what we've got. But uh, the next evolution is like becoming the bank, right? Right. Uh, I've got a friend, Joel Block, who helped me set up my fund. And okay. he's got a, a saying that he always says, hey, the money's in the money. Right? right. Dude, you know what?
0: Chris just told me that the other day. Oh, he's, did he? Yep. I love that, man. Because he, yeah. said, he said the same thing from him. He's like, man, the money is in the money. The money is not in the real estate. The money's in the money. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. It's, it's exciting. I enjoy that part, too. You know,
1: yeah. it's, it's, it's fun to do. But the real estate helps you get the money to get to that yep. point to be the money yep. person. Right. Yep. Yeah, yep. it's a.
0: There's steps. It's it's it is steps
1: for it's sure. It's the best vehicle out there, right? It's just it,
0: it truly is.
1: I always say this what, is what a, else? This is really just a money show, but it's disguised as a real estate show, right? Right?
0: <laughs> right? We're just
1: pretending to be a real estate show. It's really a money show because that's the vehicle that that makes it accessible to the to the average person. So,
0: it is just hard. It's hard to watch how you know. I, I mean, we man, we put in the hard you know the hard knocks, right? Like. Mm-hmm. If if it was as easy as as you know people make it sound to be, then you know everybody would do it and succeed at it. But it, yeah. there's there's some work, man. There's some real work that we've done.
1: But if you don't do it, what else are you gonna do? Yeah. Right. right. I mean, if you want to be wealthy, if if that's what you're striving to be, and you want to make a lot of money, what other option do you have that gives you a better chance of making it than this? Yeah,
0: yeah. Because the last thing I'm going to do is have a job, right? So yeah. right. <laughs> I, I'm unemployable, Matt.
1: Yeah. So. I mean, you can have a tech startup, but you have to have an amazing idea and, and, you know, you have to have all kinds of other things that go into play that you got to be smart, right? (laughs) Don't need that for this. Anyway, that's
0: that's the truth, right? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Somebody, somebody owns all those super yachts on your West coast there. All right. (laughs) They do. I just don't know who they are.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Well, Matt, it's been an absolute pleasure. I'm glad we got to meet. Uh, Let's do this again. All right. Yeah. I'd love it, man. Great. All right. So if, uh, if someone wanted to learn more about you or get in touch with you, is Rehab Estimator Pro the, the best place to go or is there another website?
0: Yeah, no, that's uh, Rehab Estimator Pro is, is really dominantly, you know, where I'm, I'm educating right now. And okay. uh, you can certainly get a hold of me through there. Um, Perfect. It, uh, find, I mean, it's, it's my name. You can find me on Facebook as well. So, Sweet. Thanks, man. Thanks for the privilege. It was
1: you awesome. Bet. Take care. Yeah, yeah, we got the cash
0: flow. Huh. Yeah, yeah, we got the cash flow.